friends. Welcome to the Taboo Tango. We're the weirdest welcome. With your hosts, Taylor and Ronnie. Okay, so I think since it's our first episode, we should kind of go into a little detail about, you know, how the podcast came to be and the title itself. Like, what does that mean? Well, it was your idea. Yeah, so it's something that's kind of been calling to me for mm-hmm. not going on four years now. It's just something that just like keeps popping up. It's just like a consistent thought for me. I remember I was listening to like a podcast and I heard, which is odd that it was during a podcast, but whoever was talking was just like, just remember, like it's going to be something with the same three letters in a row. And I, I didn't know what I was talking about. So, I mean, I just like sat on that for what, three years mm-hmm. about. And then I met you, our energy just it was flowing. It was flowing. And I feel like you were one of the first people that I met that like is actually interested in these type of topics. So I just felt like, okay, that's it. That's what we needed. When I first had that idea come to me, it was like in the beginning of my spiritual awakening, which may sound odd to some people like, what is that? But basically, my grandpa had just died. I was about to, because I stayed in relationships way longer than I should. Like, I know it's over before I actually, like, okay, I'm out type thing. So I was on the tail end of one relationship. I didn't get into the grad school of my dream. So everything, I was just like, well, You're just absorbing, kind of, yeah. (laughs) And I had just moved back home with my parents for grad school. So everything was just different in my life. And I really had the time to go within. And in that moment, my grandfather he he's this specific bird and when I tell you I mean you've seen him Mm -hmm. he shows up all the time for me and it's in very specific moments like if I'm going through something I'll see him in a random place Mm -hmm. and like it's just confirmation that one I'm okay and two like keep doing what you're doing like you're on the right path Mm -hmm. and so since then like I've seen so many signs from the universe and like synchronicities whether that be like all of the angel numbers that I mm-hmm. see on the daily on my oh, and we'll and go everything. into my spiritual. Oh, we'll go yeah. into that after you are done because whoa, whoa. And I feel like a lot of people that start hanging out with me, I'll point it out, and then they start seeing it. Mm-hmm. So it's so cool to see that through the lens of like someone else's perception. So that's been fun, but yeah. So I mean, it's been a journey to get me where I am today, but I'm glad I'm here and I'm excited for what's to come with the podcast because I I just know we're going to do great things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, this is fun. This is a creative outlet for us. This is us getting out of our comfort zone. This is us showing up for each other. Yeah. Um, For me personally, I didn't, even when I first met you, you kind of opened me up to the whole idea of spirituality and this and that. And I was like, wow, like this makes me feel warm fuzzy it makes sense and I was in a relationship at that time and we were together for probably about two years at that time I would say Mm -hmm. and I really opened up to you about it and you just listened even though you probably wanted to be like girl run but (laughs) you did it and you never did you always let me figure it out for myself you were there for me to talk to you you always had space for me to talk about things but whenever it finally fizzled out and we walked away that's what I think because there was that six month period when we first met and then to when um, him and I broke up. Mm-hmm. And 
between that six months, I had done a lot of healing as in the sense of like, what triggers me? Like, I need to figure out this. I need to figure out that. But whenever I really stepped away, that's when I really just cut the parachute and freaking free fall mm-hmm. into that. I was like, just open to it. And I was mm-hmm. like, what can I find out? What's going to, what, yeah. what needs to present itself to me? Mm-hmm. And then that was again, almost six months ago too. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like we were, we, in that moment, we both kind of came together. I was like, Woo, we both were kind we of did going it, it, you know. And but then that's I knew happen. that I he was like the last step, mm-hmm. and that's so sad because you want to take them with you. Yeah, you, I loved him so much, and I just we were on different paths. Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know, he didn't really believe in this woo stuff. Is that what we call it? But it really resonated with me, and it made me so happy. So then I kind of knew, all right, like. <laughs> Maybe, you know, we're just on different paths. Yeah, and, and that's okay. That's okay. We were meant to find each other and then meant to fall, mm-hmm. you know, apart. If he's what, if he was one of the catalysts for your spiritual awakening, then he served your purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that it was for both, both, of course. both of us. You know, we really grew together, but I wanted to keep growing and I just wanted to do more. So then we kind of fizzled out on our own separate ways. It's all love, even to this day. Always. I mean... It was really, um, you know, and um, it's just all love still to this Mm -hmm. day. I will never look back and not be grateful for the love that we shared, Mm -hmm. but it was needed and it was necessary to fall apart so that I could find myself exactly and figure out who my authentic self is, who I am, what I want out of life, what I want to Mm -hmm. feel, what I want to experience, you know? Yeah. You always talked about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Or originally, you were just going to do the podcast yourself. And mm-hmm. you were like, you know, I'm working on this. This is my dream. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so cool. And then you realized how amazingly cool of a person I was. <laughs> and you were like, dang, I need her energy up in this. Yeah. And then you said that you wanted taboo in there. Taboo had to be in there because that was a word that you just. Well, okay. So I channel things from the universe sometimes like sometimes thoughts just pop into my head I'm like that was not from me but I'll take it (laughs) like the universe wanted to express itself through me through this podcast so we're just rolling with it and so I had asked the universe like a few months ago I was like what's the because I knew obviously I wanted to go with the whole route of because I knew it was going to be three letters that were the same Mm -hmm. right and I mean my name's Taylor obviously so I T is just like was it where my head it, it flowed so flowing. So I was like, "What? I need a word." And the universe didn't get back to me for a few months, but yeah. it popped in my head one day, and I was like, "That's it. Mm-hmm. It's taboo because that encompasses everything." Because I feel like on this podcast, anything goes. When you right? say the word taboo, does like something specific pop in your head? Like, do you think of anything? Because I'm gonna be honest with you. When you told me Taboo Talks with Taylor, I was like, oh, like the card game, Taboo. <laughs> and then it circled way back. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I get it now. Taboo, because you would get the buzz if you said the word. So it's like taboo are the things that we're not allowed to talk about. Those are the things that we have to keep quiet. Those are the things that the elite people that run this world simulation thing that we're in whatever it is yeah um the people that really know what's going on they don't want us to know about these things because if we knew about it we'd be breaking through and they couldn't control us ant revolution ant revolution that's life (laughs) that's a real depiction of what's going on yes the grasshopper's running right now and they're scared of us ants rise up (laughs) ant revolution and um 
you, we were sitting on my back porch. I'm telling you, when we're outside, we have the most brilliant ideas. I know. And, and the most set. intense conversations, too. And we're like, this needs to be on the podcast. Yeah. People need to be yeah. listening in on this. But um, then you were like, so I got it. I was like, what are you talking about? You were like, I got it. And I was like, tell me what you got. And you said, the taboo tango. And I went, because <gasps> it takes two to tango. It's so funny. And then that was it ever was since. It. And we had to figure out our punchline, like our, mm-hmm. as and our you thing. Came through with I, that. Ca- I was driving to work mm-hmm. and I just kept saying like taboo. Like when I think about taboo, I think about unconventional. I think about weird. And then I was like, weird. Where the weird Weird, weird, where the weird, where the weird is welcome. Welcome. Oh my goodness. And then that just, it just came to me and I was like, oh my gosh, it's coming together. So circling back to what we were talking about earlier, I think taboo to me means esoteric, which, or esoteric ideas. So hidden knowledge mainly in the realms of like spirituality or like metaphysical stuff and things like that. This is not new. And people always were interested in these kinds of things. And I mean, why do you think there was like witch trials and stuff? There was a reason people didn't want this knowledge out there. It scared people, Ronnie. That stuff scares people, Taylor. Scares them. (laughs) And it is, that's a good word for it though, because it goes against their beliefs and what they were taught you know that's scary to go against the grain and to be a non-conformist that's scary i think it was more scary for me at this point to not do the podcast because it's been something that's been like that's you if you didn't do the podcast then you would be going against literally every fiber of your being yeah. telling you to do it right. so therefore you're not being true to yourself and you're not being your authentic exactly. self what we would really like to come on this podcast is just to build connections with individuals that are questioning their beliefs and like want to know more because we're not saying we know no a lot i already well, told you i'm a baby on this journey right now i know you don't like it when i say that but because you're not but okay so ronnie that you knew almost two years ago that was literal infancy okay like i could barely walk and talk I didn't know what was going on. Now I would say I'm like in between a baby and toddler. Like we finna tot around. We know some things, but I don't, I still have so much to learn. Like I literally, you tell me something that makes, tickles my brain every day. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even think about it like that. That's a thing. That's a thing. Oh shit. Okay. But yeah, so. I've always believed in ghosts and like spirits and like an afterlife heaven, obviously, all the things. So I knew that the, there was more to life, but like I had never really experienced it till something that happened in high school. Mm-hmm. But that was just like a little baby moment, you know what I mean? <laughs> we didn't like have a whole like awakening until like grad school. Yeah. And um, so I've always been intrigued with these kind of things, but it's just so opposite of like my career path, you know, it's more like health related. I am a speech language pathologist for those who don't know, but it's just very science related. And I feel like a lot of the times those things can't go hand in hand, or at least people like to think that they don't, but I mean, why can't they, you know what I mean? It's all one and the same. Yeah. It's everything is one and the same. Literally. (laughs) That's the whole scope of it that you need to look through. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. And that's that's a perfect segue because I feel like in the next few episodes, we definitely want to dive into the laws of the universe because there's 12. And and I don't even know any of I know like the law, the karmic law. And I know like probably mm -hmm. maybe two or three off the top of my head, but I don't really know. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun for us to research and talk about. You yeah, know? because the first law is like the law of divine oneness. And it just talks about how every the collective consciousness we so are. we're gonna get into that so stay tuned if you're interested a segment that we're gonna start doing on our podcast we want to start off each time with a quote that kind of resonates and flows into the topic of the day and so one of my favorite quotes that's always that's always kind of come up for me is everything's happening for you not to you and that really resonates with me because I feel like everything that I've been through, and I'm not saying I've had like a, like a, like, I know I've had it real easy compared to a lot of people. I, I am aware I that I have. I appreciate you saying that because, I, yeah, yeah that, that's cool that you say that. Because I have been blessed, but I feel like I still have experienced a ton of many traumas. Of course. You know what yeah. I mean? Everybody's gone through things mm -hmm. and I feel like. I needed to experience those things, and they happened relatively young, I'd say, to be able to grow into the person I am today to ex to talk about my experiences. Because I feel like a big thing that I want to do with this podcast is be the person that I needed when I was younger. And if I can help people, because I really dove into like my past experiences, like why that happened, what did I learn from it? And I what feel like, did I do to put myself in oh, this situation? And how do I not put myself in the situation again? Because yeah. then that's how a lesson really is learned. Exactly. Because the universe will keep sending you the same lesson mm -hmm. over and over and over again until so you, you learn, learn it. it. And each yeah. time will be a lot more raw, a lot more embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Okay. For the ego. Yes. For the finances. Thyself. Exactly. Real quick, too. <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. Um, but we're all open to it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if I hadn't gone through those things, then I wouldn't be able to. I don't know. I Because I feel like even just for you. Like, I still had it fairly easy, too. I'm not saying that. I mean, I had two parents. I had a loving household you know just looking back in the moment you don't really know that something that your parent did would possibly be true or could be traumatic right. for you I didn't know what that was I was like no I had two parents I had a present dad I had a present mom mm -hmm. I had a sister I had a loving home there isn't anything wrong with me but then you dive into it and you're like I really am a broken person why is this why what happened what did you know my dad not give me that I needed even though he was there, mm -hmm. you know, maybe he didn't just, because we all love and accept love completely different from mm -hmm. the next person. So he might express love a certain way that I don't receive it. So I just, that was something hard for me too. You know, it was like, I love this way. Mm -hmm. Why don't, and why don't other people love me that mm -hmm. way? And it's like, and I feel like a lot of people's love language stems from how they, it's what you lacked in childhood. It, how you what you lacked but also it could be just like what you saw love as true, you know what true, i mean true true true, um, true. yeah that's like that yeah that's a really cool perspective for sure yeah because i mean my family i knew they loved me but it wasn't like oh come like it wasn't all physical touch and you know what i mean uh -huh. so they <laughs> i'm a very physical touch person yeah i constantly want to just be like hey like mm -hmm. i like walk past you scratch you and then 
I remember when we first started hanging out, I went to like leave several times and be like, bye, arms outstretched. And you're just like awkward, like pat, pat. <laughs> and I was like, listen here, Bish, if you gonna love me and be my best friend, you will have to hug me because I love to love. Yeah. <laughs> and then now it's like, you're like, bye. And you outstretched. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're growing. We're growing. She loves it. We're growing. I just had it. I don't know. Hugs in general used to be really awkward for me. I don't know why. It's just I just wasn't used to. And I think some it's like people like it. Some people don't. That's cool. Also, I think it's there's something to be said about like touching uh, someone else and that, and that energy energy exchange. And some people's energies you really don't want to be a part of or like have anything to do with that. True. So I was just even from a young age, I was very mindful. I was such a germaphobe. Like I wouldn't drink mm. after people. Oh wow. And it, I don't. I think subconsciously my mind was like, do not be doing all that. Yeah. Stay to yourself. That's what made you feel good. That what's that's what made you feel safe. So that's what you did. Yeah. I don't know. I've come a long way though. You have. I have I have had a few sips of your drink here and there. <laughs> You've let me. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so thirsty. Like you didn't want to, but you did. You let me like, here. Um, like you're cringing the whole time. Like, you did it. <laughs> Baby steps, you know? Yeah, you you did a lot. I want to kind of talk about how we even came into each other's lives. I had this plant, right? And once again, I asked the universe, what's the name? And it took a while to come back to me, but then I just started hearing the name Luna in my head. Yeah. And so I kept hearing the name Luna in my head. And I was like, okay. We're and this was when you Luna. were still in Louisiana. Yeah, I was still living at my parents' house. And come to find out, we meet Ronnie Girl. Yeah. Who has a sweet baby angel with that name. We love that mm-hmm. girl. And then you ended up working at a plant nursery. So it's just all connected. The synchronicities. Long story short, we were put into each other's lives for a reason. And I know you were put in my life to make me a better version of myself. That's why. And I still, once I finally, you know, went my separate path with um, Homeboy, um, I, the first thing I did was like, listen, I know I wasn't the best friend to you because you made me want to be a better version of myself and we get really comfortable and trapped in that sorrow Mm -hmm. because the one thing misery loves is company and you like pulled me out and made me bright and made me feel happy and secure and I was like I don't know if I'm ready to feel like that Mm -hmm. I'm I kind of just want to I mean you were comfortable Mm -hmm. in the mentally and physically that you were because even if it if you were like in pain or like going through it it was justified it was justified and change is scary yeah but the only thing consistent in life is change yeah so we have to learn to adapt to it and be we're flexible (laughs) (laughs) um but no I was just I mean obviously I haven't been the best friend in my life at all times. So and we're aware. And we're aware. We've, we've done that healing and, and that's and our job to heal. From exactly. It and, and I'm showing up now as the person that one that I wish I would have been and also the person that I needed yeah. when I was younger. Because we didn't know any better. We didn't know. I didn't know what the world could be like. It's just things that are taught to us, whether it's psychological or generational or physiological or all of these things are embedded into us, you know, and we don't even realize it. Mm-mm. We don't even realize it. 
And so like while you were going through that, I was very much just- You were always there. I could blow you off 15 times. And the one time you were still like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, yeah, I do. I need to, I got to keep her. I know I have to keep her. I know that I need her. I know that I want her. This is the girly that I need in my life. Like she's going to tell me some stuff about myself, you know? I just wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And but I feel like I I got it. Like you didn't even have to. No, you, you overly so, apologized. I, because I love you. And I know that that hurt me to her too. Because I know I that. I was fine. I was chilling. I like my alone time. But <laughs> I understood because when I was in those relationships, like people could tell you till you're blue in the face. Uh-huh. But if you're not ready to hear it. In your face and you're still you're not, not going to do anything it. about it. Exactly. And I knew you were aware. So I, I wasn't even you worried about wait, it. I was like, you're just sitting back and waiting. Ride the wave. Yeah. She'll figure it out. I had faith in her, and you did. did. And I was like, knock, knock, knock. Hey! Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) But, you know. But we all learn from it. But I feel like that's what needed to happen to, I don't know, just for us to grow as people. Be right here, here now. Exactly. And I love where we are now. I'm so excited for this year for us. We can't go back. We can only do better with what we know now. And a part of me sometimes will be like, me. If I could go back to 15 and change that, or if I could go back to 18 and change that, but then I literally get the willies and I'm like, (laughs) no, good God, never do I want to go. go You could not. mm -mm, No, I, I would never want to go back to that. No. Ew. It was so horrible and awful. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. ew, Ronnie girl, what you doing? And then I, but I look back and it was like, poor thing didn't know any better. She just wanted to be accepted. She just wanted to be loved. She just wanted to be validated. Poor thing. But that's okay. That's how we all go through that. We all go through it. And also, I like to learn things the hard way. Like, like <laughs> especially in high school, if you know, you know. But I just couldn't, I don't know. My world revolved around this one person. Mm-hmm. And no matter what anybody told me, and I knew. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> but it. I just needed to figure out that lesson for myself. And it's... I mean, I'm glad I did because it brought me to that moment where the universe was like, Mm-mm. that's how I knew that like something was going on. I guess I can talk about that for a little second. So like I said, I was in this relationship and it just obviously wasn't healthy. And I remember there's this one day and we had like gone back together, but like I, it just wasn't, it wasn't right. And I remember asking God, I was like, give me a sign. I just need a sign. If I get it, I'll leave. And that'll be that on that. Sure. And that'll be on what? Period. Period. Poo. Sure enough, 15 minutes later. No. Oh, my gosh. They didn't even give you a day. No. They were like, no, girl, you finna know. No, they had (laughs) enough of me, my spirit guides and everything. They were like, girl. Figure it out. I said three, three, three. (laughs) (laughs) They sent you a sign. I didn't see it. I'm legally blind. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I get this text, and it was a text from my friend's older sister, who, like, obviously I loved and adored, but, like, we... I didn't talk to her in like a very long time. It, it was something kind of out of the blue. Exactly. You would say. Okay. Exactly. And she texted me and she's like, hey. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey. Hey. How y'all doing? And what she say? She was like, I don't know why, but I just feel the need 
to let you know that you're going to be okay and that you are loved. That and was I was so like, sweet of her. And wow. she's very religious. Very selfless. And so nice. I was just like, wow. Like, oh. the God or the universe, it's all the same thing, but it's truly working through you. And thank you because, like, that's what got through to me. I was like, all right, that's it. And that was that on that. And ever since then, I was like, wow, okay, something is really in the works here. You know what I mean? There's something going on that's a higher power than me. I think that's something that everyone can agree on. Well, no. no unfortunately, I can't say that. I cannot speak for the masses because a lot of people, I think, do not resonate with that. And that's okay. That's, that's okay. what makes them happy. And that's what, you know, we're all here. The biggest thing that you need to do is just feel what you need to feel, think what you need to think, and just be what you need to be, mm-hmm. you know? Whatever makes you happy and feel secure and happy and authentic, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. Yep. Unless it's hurting somebody else, then I would refrain. But at the end of the day, I can't control what people do. Exactly. If it's not hurting anybody, then let people be. You know? Thousand percent. When I met you, you were like a breath of fresh air. I was like, this girl knows things. Mm -hmm. I want to know what she knows because you were, we were just talking one day at work and I was like, wait, what, what is the synchronicity? What are, what your crystals make each each crystal has a different property and a different thing and a different energy. And that was just barely scratching the surface. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't know that this whole other realm of knowledge existed. You know, it was very blinders up for me because I just didn't know what was out there. You know, I came from, I mean, you know, not a lot. (laughs) And I just didn't know what was out there until I met you. And then that's what's really exciting and really important is when you branch out and do do things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. You find similar community, you know? That's true. And I feel like your soul recognized these topics like oh yeah different it all made sense yeah and you dove head first like once like i was i might have been like i don't know i opened the door for you to that side of things maybe but like (laughs) you dove head first ed i did i was excited to learn about it because it all made sense and it all made me feel happy and whole and warm and I mean, I think we're both just trying to be like better versions of ourselves, and that just comes along with the spiritual awakening. It's kind of like putting the pieces of yourself back together. Up until this point, I knew that there were different things out there and different types of communities and different types of people that I've never been exposed to. And like, that's why I wanted to dive at first because they, your type of people, uh-huh. the people I met, when I quit that, quit the job that we met at, because mm-hmm. I was like, there's gotta be something different. I'm tired of being under these fluorescent lights. So yeah, I had a tower moment and left and dipped out. Yeah, that's, I think your soul was telling you to, that you were meant for other places, which you were, because then you ended up working at the plant nursery mm-hmm. and you ended up meeting a lot of spiritual people more spiritual people and like-minded people that were supposed to come into our lives Mm -hmm. so i thank you for like doing what you needed to do because that's what needed to happen and now a bunch of those individuals are going to end up coming on our podcast in the future because i just know we're going to have very in-depth and enlightening conversations and that's the type of people i want to be surrounded by because you really are like a combination of the five people you surround yourself with. And if you're not seeing a lot of people, then that 
than like the content you're consuming that takes the place of that because your mind doesn't know the voices that you're listening to aren't like physical people in front of you right so like we have to be mindful about the things we're consuming as far as like social media and all of that but if you're surrounded by individuals that are just talking about like very low vibrational stuff or maybe they just don't have a lot of goals and aspirations for themselves you're going to be the sixth one of that you know what i mean like if you're the smartest person in the room then you're in the wrong room that's how i feel about it so we hope that from this podcast that people just see that there's more out there and that you don't have to just take what has been presented to you your entire life you can question your beliefs like why why do you believe that because i was raised catholic so, and also, hmm, that community in itself, it's a lot. If you know, you know, like, that way of life is, I mean, it's strict. Like, it comes with the whole, like, Catholic shame and everything. So I've had to do a lot of unlearning throughout the years. I'm not saying, like, religion as a whole is, like, anything to be shamed or anything. I just think that religion keeps you in a little box and God the creator, the universe. I use them all synonymously for the record, but it's bigger than that. It's, it's so much bigger than the things that we've been taught. And so I really just wanted to connect with other individuals who, you know, have questioned their beliefs Mm -hmm. and have come to their own conclusions. I was raised Southern Baptist. So I feel like if you put the two next to each other, Catholic is a little bit more on the more extreme side of evangelism. Um, it all kind of just comes back to, this is something that we talked about, our back porch, our little patio hangs. <laughs> um, we're sitting outside and just thinking and vibing. But I told you that the biggest thing for me was the fear that is just so explicit in this westernized whitewashed version Mm -hmm. of religion Mm -hmm. that i was like i don't want to be fearful of my god because i am a human being and i do have curiosities and i'm never questioning the Mm -hmm. master creator but what we were exposed to didn't seem right to me like it Mm -hmm. went against the fundamental beliefs of what jesus himself you know he got us off that wheel wheel of karma Mm -hmm. so i didn't understand what I was hearing every Sunday because that's not what I expected God or the creator. You know, I didn't, I would never expect him to be this, for lack of a better word, kind of hateful person. Yeah, because I feel like, first of all, the whole idea of hell. I'm sorry, if you're saying that this God is only love, Mm -hmm. only love, you think he's going to banish you to a life of burning, like eternal burning? Mm-hmm. That just doesn't make sense. And I feel like any person who is trying to rule you by fear has an agenda. Mm-hmm. And you have to be mindful about that. Now, I'm not saying religions are bad or anything like that. I feel like a lot of religions, there's a lot of truth in them. And there's a lot of, they have a lot of similarities. And so I think it's, important to kind of dive into a bunch of different religions and kind of see what works best with your ideologies. But the shame of like, you know, not having sex before marriage or like, 
I don't know, like being gay and all of that, like the world could use more love. And if somebody is telling you that your love is wrong, mm, why are we? That's not the. That's not the vibe. That's not the people I want to have. You know, because be my surrounded by. Is, I'm not saying that you need to wish ill on thy neighbor. You know, like we never worry about how much our neighbor has, only if they have enough. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. It's about us showing that outwardly open, unconditional love to every single person that crosses our path. Because that's what we want, right? Exactly. How are you going to expect to receive unconditional love if you're not practicing it? Mm-hmm. If you're not practicing it in your day-to-day life? We don't give to get. Mm-hmm. We give to give. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to be of service Mm -hmm. to other people because I feel like there's two ways of living you could be in service to yourself or in service to others and I feel like in service to others is so much more rewarding and like the joy that comes along with that like it I mean you just can't beat it but in the same sense though you still need to protect your peace at all costs Mm -hmm. you know like don't put people above yourself especially the people that don't deserve to be there. We need to only. always, we need to love ourselves, be your authentic self, be excited to learn new things, and then the rest will follow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then also I think it's important to realize that everyone is a mirror yes. for you. Oh, my goodness, Taylor. I never knew what you meant by that. And I was like, what is she talking about? A mirror. You were like, if you don't like somebody, it's because you don't like something in yourself that they're doing. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, no, I just don't like them because they're being an awful person or they're being rude. But if, I mean, like, even a you know certain jobs. Thinking back, like, say for instance, I didn't like this person because they were just really loud, Mm -hmm. right? And they just, I felt like they always talked over me and never let me speak. Mm -hmm. So then I took a step back and I was like, do I do that? Is that why it triggers me? Do I do that? And I caught myself getting super loud and trying to talk and be heard right. and not listen. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's why that person was so triggering mm-hmm. to me it's because I do that. And then I've gotten so much better. Like me and you, we talk about the circle back of the ADHD. I'm never like trying to talk over you. I just have a thought and I have to say it right then or yeah. I'm going to forget. But I've gotten a lot better to just be like, Shh hang on to the thought, let her finish, then we can talk, you know? <laughs> I'm the same way, though. That's why our conversations, like, you get it. It's never personal. I'm just like, oh, she got a real good thought right now. <laughs> the neurodivergent community, y'all get it. They so you know the girlies that get it, get it, it, and the girlies that don't, don't. don't. So if you get a little lost throughout, because we will have some tangents, we always circle back to our main thought. We'll come back to it. But, no, I know, just being an active listener is something I've definitely had to work on. So we mirror that. Yes, yes. Because, like, it's not that I'm trying to talk over you or I think my point is more important. But what I'm doing right now. I'm just excited (laughs) to share something with you. And, I don't know, sometimes if I wait too long, it kind of disappears. But if it was meant to be said, it will always come back to us. You know what I mean? thousand percent. Well, thank you guys for joining us on our first podcast episode. We're excited to see where this journey takes us. We do want to start an open conversation with the people who listen to the podcast. So we do have an email. It's called welcome to, now that ain't it, welcome at thetabutango.com. So if you would like us to discuss certain topics that you find interesting or maybe you want more clarification about or just like, you're like, I don't know what this is, but that sounds cool, send that in because maybe you'll hear it on our podcast. And I think that would be really fun to just 
engage in stimulating conversations with you guys. If any of our friends out there feel like what we said really resonated with them and they really felt it and they really enjoyed it, then please leave a review and a rating. We would love to see your feedback and it would really help spread the word of the Taboo Tango. Until next time. Stay Stay weird. weird.